Welcome to a place of true freedom. Where anything goes, we discuss the highs, the lows, and everything in between. This is Frigid Free For All. Really funny now that I think about it. Aren't Do they get big every, and tall for skinny jeans? Is that's it kind every of a, pair of jeans skinny that's kind jeans of a, to you? <laughs> I was just, yeah, trying to fit my to Johnson in there. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find your Johnson in there? Fit. Is that what you said? Oh. Fit. Uh, no, but for real though. You see that? I'm not fucking with those skinny. You remember when that trying to eggplant emoji came out? Uh huh. I started that. Yeah, that was you, huh? Yeah, that was you. Somebody looked at my Janssen in a pair. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody ex- examined my Janssen. <laughs> they thought. Wow, I would really like to describe that over a text message. <laughs> well, that there the only is thing. an eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, you really have an eggplant. Uh, oh. Like you meant literally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, shape and color. <laughs> I, I call it ratatouille. <laughs> Why? Is there a lot of eggplants in ratatouille? Yeah, right? that's the main part of the dish, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I've never had it. I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever had it. I'm pretty sure I was next to a chef when he made it back in the day. But uh, <laughs> that is, that's my humble brag for the even, eggplant. Even <laughs> that makes me think of a Key and Peele sketch that's hilarious. <laughs> the one stoner dude who had his mouth. He has a mouth. That's my ratatouille. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stoner guy who's just like lost his mind. Yeah. He's just gone off right the deep the end. end. <laughs> <laughs> and and then the one where he's uh, become I'm steampunk, yo. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is that the same skit? Um, no, they've oh, done like three of yeah. them. I think he has the ratatouille in multiple of them, though. That's funny. But in the steampunk <laughs> one, he's got a piece of pipe that says. Uh, um, like eyeglass, you know, is uh, what do you call those things? Oh. Like, like a, a periscope? Yeah. Um, what the hell? Uh, whatever. Kaleidoscope. Uh, you know, like kaleidoscope's the one with all the colors. That's the one that, is that trips you out. I'm talking d- about like looking, like a oh, magnifying yeah. glass, like old school, yeah, like that's a telescope, uh, right? Telescope uh, type uh, thing. Uh, old binoc- pirate binoculars. Yeah, back in the yeah, day. sure. There, there we go. So he's got his, he's got a pipe because yeah. you know steampunk people yeah, they yeah. just like dress up like it. Their shit doesn't necessarily work right. like it. But so he says, I need to go over to the apothecary and get a, <laughs> like a, some sort. And he's like, You mean you need to go to the drugstore right <laughs> yeah. there on the corner? Yeah. 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 And he says, Um. I just need to see if uh, the establishment is still open, you know? Right. And uh, and he says, so he hadn't pulled the, the pipe out, but he's like, got it like on him, you know? Yeah. And he's like, if you take that pipe out and put it up to your eyeball <laughs> and pretend like you can see, and then I'm he, done, man. I'm he done. He does says, it. I'm done. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he does it. Yeah. And he looks through it and he's, and he, Gets like upset, like you. I can't believe you actually pretend like it, uh, like that does anything, you know. Right. And he's like, How do you know if you never look? 
and he uh, does he look finally convinces yeah. him <laughs> so he actually and he actually do does look through it and the guy goes oh like he's yeah. now disappointed right, right. <laughs> like you dumbass you're the dumb one yeah. <laughs> i'm, I'm the one punk yeah no, it uh, is hilarious i love that show so damn much it's just why would you ever think of that Right. So that whole exchange right. and that whole character, why would they have ever thought of that? Right. How does that come into your head? Well, I think it's... I don't you know. know. Throw out topics to talk about. And somebody says steampunk, and you're like, that's a good idea. I've never even thought about that. Let's do it. But they had the character. Yeah. Those two characters had been in previous oh. um, sketches before. Yeah. And so... That could have been how it happened, and they then oh, said, let's bring we'll, have, guy. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have this dude be the steampunk. <laughs> ah, funny. I love talking about obscure stuff that I'm sure nobody listening to this no, has any clue on. That's fine. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, I'm sure a little bit, but whatever. So you had a top ten list that you were going to talk right. about? That's right. That's right. Let's do it. I was disappointed to, or uh, disappointed. I was distracted sure. in watching this uh, six to nine football game. It's riveting. Riveting. Almost I, at halftime. Can you, can you stand it? No. Oh, 20, 22 seconds only to go. Look at Georgia's trying to wait. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. They do have the ball. I couldn't see it from here. Georgia has the ball against Alabama. I'm telling you, I just, the, Alabama's boring to watch. I'm just going to say it. I just can't do it. They haven't done much. And, I mean, both these teams are 13-1, and one, so that's pretty impressive. You know. Well, it's basically all the best players right. in college football going at each other, you know. Um, but I know Alabama's won big games. I've watched national championship games of theirs, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I know they've had exciting moments but for the most part they just don't i just it's boring to watch i mean their uniforms are boring and yes, they are. just the way they play is boring there i said it you alabama's did. boring <clears throat> oh. i can't disagree with you not one bit so but man don't say that to them alabama fans they are oh. obsessed i mean i would be too right yeah but i mean they're to like Another level because it's the only uh, sport. Yeah, they don't you know the... th that's their thing. You know what I mean? So the, you can't tell them shit about the tide. They don't got the roll tide. They don't, do they have an NFL? No, mm -mm. nothing in Alabama. No, no basketball. Mm -mm. No baseball. No, no. Mm -mm. definitely no hockey. Definitely no hockey. Mm -mm. No, they have nothing. They should have hockey by now. That was just so boring. Could you? I mean. <laughs> I couldn't imagine living in a state without a sports team. Yeah, that would suck. South I mean, Dakota. We should think about that more often, how lucky we are. Yeah, Even though, sure. you know, it sucks most of the time. Wyoming. Because of the teams we have. You know. But I am, hey, at least we're not Wyoming. Utah. Well, they got the Don't Jazz. Get started. Yeah, no, they're, the Jazz are good, too. Do they have um, a no, that's all they have, though. Don't have they don't have anything else, do they? No no Salt Lake. I don't uh, think so. No Lakers. No. <laughs> they don't have any. Uh, they, no, yeah, it's just the Jazz. And it's crazy to think that they even have the Jazz. Right. 
How that you know? happen? How did they swing that one? How did how did a bunch of cults start a NBA team? Because isn't that because that it's just cool. one major cult, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, that's, that's why it's not this a bunch of little ones. The this ultimate the cult. big boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the big daddy. Yeah, it, and they are too. That I mean, it's there's been a number of bad, bad people mm-hmm. in their church system. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> leaders, but. There has been in the Catholic Church too, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm gonna say almost all churches have had their issues, you know. Definitely. So, you know, who's to say? But I can say. I think you could say any. Yeah. When you do do those bad things mm-hmm. in your church, then I can say things mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Same with your state. So you know what, Utah? You know what you're known for? Not your beautiful landscapes. Yeah. Nope. It's your about cults. your religious. Um. <laughs> cult yeah yeah that's a good way to describe it a mm-hmm. religious cult because they are religious but wow. it's definitely a cult i think there's just crazies in there too sometimes you know frigid takes might end up not being that popular in utah <laughs> i don't even care i don't think a lot of them listen to podcasts i'm just gonna put that out there <laughs> they don't listen to podcasts no they're too busy hiking and stuff and trying to Run the world. So you think that uh, not the culture LDS people? Is that we? Who does the hiking? No. Who who's who's doing all tourists the tourists and shit like that? Like you know, like people that are there actually not crazies and like in the cult. They're they're like all they're doing is hiking. No, yeah, they're enjoying. Dude, Utah's gorgeous. I would love to go to Utah. You know, they're free climbing. I'd love to pass through Utah. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'd like to spend a uh, minimal amount of time. As little as possible. <laughs> Man, you're right. Utah is going to hate us. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, See what I made you do? I made you talk bad about Utah. But what, you know, the real question is, how did they swing a professional team at first? Because now the Jazz, they're, you know, they're, it's, it, you know, still a small market team. Right. But their fan base is, you know... Very much into it. Yeah. Yeah. How long they have they sell been game, They sell games out. How long have like, they been around? Every single one. Well, let's see. They were one of the... Uh, they were one of the ABA teams in New Orleans. The Jazz were. Okay. That franchise was. Okay. How long it's been in Utah, I am not sure. How hmm. long has the... Cause, cause, didn't did it ever seem funny to you why Utah would have a team name of the Jazz? Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't no. think jazz music is legal there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, it's because it started in New Orleans. That makes sense, I guess, huh? Also, like how the Lakers. Yeah, I get that. Are they don't have lakes out? Yeah. <laughs> no, they do have lakes. But they have holding ponds. How long have the Jazz been in, in Utah. Utah. Since night. Oh, founded. All right. So, Utah, 1979. Well, that's earlier than I thought. Yeah, me too. I was thinking that the New Orleans Jazz I knew would have been in the 70s. That was 1974 to 79. Um, that just made me think that the Utah Jazz... I would have guessed like mid '80s would have been the earliest. I would have thought. But. Okay. <sighs> All right. How all right. about uh, how about we uh, 
move on from the <clears throat> riveting jazz yeah. topic. Utah jazz. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I teased earlier mm-hmm. at a top 10 list because I was watching Saturday Night Live. Haven't watched Saturday Night Live in quite some time. Right. I technically, I guess I have because I do watch the best of Will Ferrell from time to time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had three. They have three volumes of it, I believe. Yeah, they have three of them. And I had all three. I don't know if I could locate all three now. Sure. Because they're on DVDs. I think I have two, like number two or something like that. Two is a good one. Mm-hmm. Two is a good one. Um, but so beyond that, I haven't watched Saturday, Saturday right. Night Live in quite some time. So I was watching peacock okay Mm -hmm. i saw saturday night live on there and i thought huh i really don't know who who's even on the cast right you know and so i looked at the newest season and i saw jason sudeikis was hosting one and i was like okay all right since i'm here right i'm already on it i'll give it a shot i'll give it a shot jason sudeikis was the selling point for me i said I'll watch it. And it started off funny because Jason Sudeikis is funny. Right. And it carried through till when I stopped watching it because I had to leave. But okay. um was funny the whole time. Okay. Because of Jason Sudeikis. Other than that. But do you know what I saw that was very weird? Mm. You know how they do the intro and they name all the cast yeah. people and show them and shit? Um, they had like 20 of them at least. What? It went on forever. Name after name of people I don't know. Weird. It's like instead of getting three people yeah. that no one knows, they were like, well, if we get 12 of them, <laughs> maybe one of them will work out. Yeah. You know, because, you know, and it's no hate to the people that are on there now, whatever. I'm sure they're trying as hard as they can. And I still didn't really get to see if any of them were funny. Right. Because Jason Sudeikis was taking over the whole, all this sketches they were Which doing on that episode. What you want, right. You know. So I still don't know any of them. Right. You know. Now that you're saying that it's I don't think people want want to go through that work. You know, it's like think of some of the stand up comedians that are out there right now that could possibly be in those roles and make that show hilarious, right? But what's the point when you can just there's so many other platforms yeah. to get your work yeah. out there. You don't have to do Saturday Night Live anymore. No. Because you can just as easily make, well, I mean, think about comedy, like stand-up comedy. Right. That's fairly easy to make now that we have the technology available mm-hmm. to everybody. And you don't have to work as hard to find somebody to distribute it like you would have had to before. Right. Because we have YouTube and shit, you know. And people legitimately watch comedy on YouTube, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, what they consider exactly comedy and yeah. Um, so yeah, no, they, you're definitely right about that, God. that just the work factor alone, mm-hmm. it's not why there. even bother with yeah, it, exactly. you know? Well, and if they're going to have 20 fucking cast members, you're going to, you'll be lucky if you get a sketch that week, you know, yeah, no if shit. you get in one, you know, yeah. because that was always the interesting thing for me of watching Saturday Night Live was to see who's all going to be in the sketches, you know? But so, okay. watching that, mm-hmm. um, 
it was funny because it was just Jason Sudeikis, mm. so, I, so it was a funny episode. So I was sitting there pleasantly happy that it was, this is Saturday Night Live, you know? Um, it made me think, since I don't know any of these people on this cast now, right. you know, really makes you wish that you were still in the time when you had those cast members that you really knew and loved, mm-hmm. you know? Because everybody has cast members from Saturday Night Live that they know and love, right? And whether you know their their long stint on set. Yeah. Everybody knows these famous yep. people. Everyone you know? knows these. Um, so it also is a perfect thing to make a list from mm-hmm. because there's so damn many of yeah, them. There's a couple. Holy shit. It's pretty easy. It's insane. Actually, it makes it hard. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I, you have plenty to choose from. That's what I meant. So... You want to hear it? Yes, sir. Top 10 list. What's your number 10? Of all-time favorite SNL cast members. Mm-hmm. Number 10. Number 10. 10, 10, 10, 10. The only reason why he's so low on this list right. is because on Saturday, Saturday Night Live, he may have not been as famous as his comedy would become. Right. So for his time on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. he's number 10. Chris Rock. I think it's a good one. Yeah. It's a good 10. It's a, it's it's a, a good a, 10 spot, too. It's a good you know? 10. All right. Yeah. It, when we were going through, your, your 10 might have been different from my 10, but Chris Rock is one of my all-time favorite comedians. So mm-hmm. whether it's the SNL thing, that's my only, you know, it's like, uh, right. I see right. what you're saying. And that's why you yeah. got to, yeah, you got to give it a little thought. You know, you can't just throw them there. Because the name alone on some of these yeah. Definitely makes you think about putting them h- higher because mm-hmm. they're, you know, because Chris Rock at 10, that seems crazy, but okay. Number nine. Number nine. nine, nine, nine. Bill Hader. I think it's, I mean, dude is absolutely hilarious. See, Not, now he's a perfect example of the opposite of right. uh, Chris Rock. He might, he should have been up a little bit. Because of his performances sure. on Saturday Night Live. Because... Yes, he's been in the movies. His roles in movies oh, they're perfect. are so funny. I know. When when he plays a character in a yeah. movie, you're always happy to see him. Yeah. You know, there's there's not that many people, not that many actors in the world that can just walk into a scene right. and you're like, oh, nice. You know, like you're happy to see him in there. Like, uh, you know? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's he's uh, Seth Rogen's uh, he, best he's friend or whatever. very good you know, in that movie. What's his name? Not Seth Rogen. Jonah Hill. No. No. He's Wait, in that. no, it is. He's in that. But... Yeah, he's the waiter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um uh, from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Siegel. Oh, no. Jason, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yeah. Yes. It's a good movie. Yeah. Very it's, good movie. It's funny. Um, okay. Bill Hader was number nine. Bill Hader's number nine. Who's eight? eight also... Eight. This is tough, you know, because when you start thinking about it, he's an icon. Mike Myers. Yeah. When you think about all he has done mm-hmm. in creating characters, he's an icon. Yeah. He is a comedy icon. I mean, Austin Powers alone is possibly the greatest comedic character. Character. And then, yeah. You had like, he and Mike. Mike Myers is great with uh, duos, you know, mm-hmm. or 
and I love that he plays many different characters too in his movies too. Oh yeah, hell know? yeah, that's that's always great. That's my yeah, like Eddie Murphy does that too. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite things for a comedian to do when they can actually do it. And there's not many that do because I'm sure not many of them could. Uh, but Tyler Perry's been making a killing off of that lately. See, I, <laughs> I, uh, I've. I've never actually watched I haven't any either. Tyler Perry movies. I've seen a clips so, of Medea or I yeah. I haven't seen any I, I don't even think I've seen that. Yeah, well, no, I will take that back. I have seen little clips, yeah. you know, yeah, I have seen clips. But uh nothing was like the uh damn, what were their names in Nutty Professor? Oh, the clumps. Clumps. I was oh gonna my say God, gumps. That is yeah. so funny. <laughs> I mean it's, it's it is so funny. It was <laughs> he starts the curtains on fire, <laughs> farting. <laughs> Hercules, oh my God. Hercules. That is so funny. Oh, my little baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Martin reminds me of that Darnell Mooney boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mooney boy. <laughs> yeah, he would fit in with the clumps, yeah. I'd say. <clears throat> okay, so here we are. Number seven. Number seven. Seven, 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 seven on the seven. list. He could easily have been higher. And and you know what? He maybe should have been higher. Okay. But he's at seven. Bill Murray. Yeah, that's tough. He's only on for a couple years. And here's the other thing, too, for me about Bill Murray. I love him as a guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's hilarious. Oh yeah, all that. I I'm not, I I wouldn't say a bad thing about him. Part owner in one of our sports teams. Um, isn't that Kurt Russell? No, Bill Murray Bill for the Murray Saints. Thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell. I was thinking of oh, yeah, uh, this documentary know. that I said he played baseball. Oh yeah, makes yeah. sense. Um, oh, what was I going to say about Bill Murray? Oh yeah, he, he has never to me been like laugh out loud funny. To me, where like oh. he like says something that just makes me like crack up, really laugh, like a real belly laugh. Caddyshack talking well, about. You no, know, he's funny. The Dalai Lama. I mean, it's funny. You know, yeah. like, but it I'll doesn't. Laugh, it doesn't go not... on and on and on. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I know. But what you mean. but he's very funny. He's more of like a. That's funny. He's a Norm Macdonald type of humor to me. Yeah, that's I a, think so. That's yep. That's a very good comparison. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is why number six would be a good example of one that you would be able to argue about why is Mel- Bill Murray seven mm. if this guy's six. But to me, he is so funny. Andy Samberg. Okay. Number six. He almost cracked the top five <laughs> of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Cast members. Yeah. That's comic legends, you know? I guess I don't know enough of them from Saturday Night Live. I know more Brooklyn Nine-Nine than... I knew that's where he cut his teeth was SNL, but... It might be that I find that Bash Brothers thing that they made on Netflix so funny. That might be kind of uh, skewing my... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, the, if you have an iconic sketch, you get big time points in my book. Oh yeah, and yeah. he has one of my all time favorite sketches, the Dick in the Box oh, song. Yeah, that's true. That is so funny. Yeah, I mean that is that such is, a great idea for one. Yeah, 
I legitimately mm. send that to people every year to girls <laughs> of in hopes. Well, you know, I want I really want to give you a present. Yeah. But here's you the know, best I, I can send... give you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Him and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah. They have more songs too, actually, that are also funny. That's funny. Number five. Number five. We're in the top five. Number five. Number five. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. He was good on Saturday Night Live. He yeah. definitely hit his stride after though. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> okay. Oh yeah. I his movies. I even <laughs> I, I have to say, uh it was this summer that I watched Coming to America, mm-hmm. the the second one. Yep. And I heard bad things about it. People said negative things about it. I watched it. I thought yeah. it was hilarious. I thought it was good, too. I thought it was very funny mm-hmm. and well-made. And I was exactly. just like, what? I, I, didn't, I didn't get all the negativity towards it. It was very good. Well, it's just, you know, if it was, if Charlie Sheen actually did the uh, Major League <laughs> remakes, it'd be the same thing. You get... It's cancel culture, so you're gonna get your people talking shit about it. And, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna love it no matter what. It's like Joe Dirt when they made the second one. I, I, I don't I, like. I the never second saw. The, I never saw good, the second one. But it's still Joe Dirt, and it's still funny parts. You know, like there's still parts that make me laugh. Yeah, there. Yeah, I like Joe Dirt enough. Mm. You know, I'm not. I. It's funny. I think it's a funny movie. Mm. That is a good example, though, though, of a movie that I can watch and say probably shouldn't make a sequel of this one this one's right, good as exactly. it is you know yep. but they just gotta go do it anyways yeah well they just can't leave it alone running out of ideas so well and also because they get paid a good amount of damn exactly. money for it too because i'd be willing to bet that joe dirt too probably did pretty good at the box office i'm sure it did you know so who cares if it's a bad movie to them <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so to them, they'd be silly not to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you think I'm gonna leave that money on the table? No way. Just dress David Spade up like a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Get Kid Rock in there, and he just fits so perfectly. Like oh. he, <laughs> they designed the I, movie around his, like the way he yeah, looks, the way he, yeah, his his persona. Yeah, he just exudes. Trailer trash. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong, Joe? I hate to say it that way. Uh, Little crap. That is true. (laughs) Want me to go down McDonald's, get you a Wham burger, (laughs) some French cries? (laughs) What am I on? We just did it. You are on number four. Yep. Sir. Number four. Number four. Number four. Number four. It gets it gets tough at this point on the list. Okay. 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 Adam Sandler. Sure. He makes it to number four. I mean, to me, definitely all-time five. I might say all-time three in my book. Oh, yeah. He, he easily could be a top three. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's tough. I uh, So I'll say that I did struggle between do I put him at three or four mm-hmm. or swapping right, these right. two. That's, um, that'd, be, that'd be tough for me. I gave, I gave the edge for... Just, I don't know. He became a legend, you know. Like, mm-hmm. um, he became mythic almost in comedy. But I never necessarily found him like extremely funny myself. Right. You know, I am talking about number three, John Belushi. Right. 
Very funny. Definitely. Very funny. I wish that he would have been able to do a little bit more where mm-hmm. he could have like shown Shown. his personality a little more and like maybe just he be a lead yeah and like see if he could actually like be funny and carry a movie with you know without a buddy with him right you know what i mean that's kind of what i always thought but still very funny well and all of his friends say that like he was, a, he was a genius. He was a Well, and that's what I genius. mean is I gave him the edge because right. of his legendary status. Mm-hmm. You know, people say just they rave about him. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a reason for that. I don't think we got to see it, though. Right. You know? I, I agree with you 100%. Um, <clears throat> it, it's too bad, but, you know. Same so with number two. So sad. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. I'll say this, though, about Belushi. I do believe that there is a lot of comedy that might not be the way it is today. Because mm. he, he was definitely edgy, too, mm-hmm. you know? So, I, he, yeah. he, he, he deserves to be that high up. He's one of number two's idols. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's where he got it from. And that is number two, Chris Farley. Agreed. Either has to be number two or number one. Right. Yep. The only reason I didn't give him to give him number one is because a similar thing to John Belushi. I would like to see him be funny. Um, and I don't mean on his own, like solo in the movie, because he was funny solo in movies. Yeah. What I mean is, is just him saying something funny or like, you know, Telling a real legitimate joke, sort of. You know what I mean? Like, it's always fatty of, fall down yeah, or I'm so yeah, stupid yeah. or this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's always that gag, you know? And it's like, that is very funny. And the um, physical comedy that he does is right. funny. Right. But I'd like to see if he, personality-wise, is actually that funny, you know? Well, see, and here's a movie I haven't seen yet. And I, I always think of it at the wrong time. Like, now... Why can't in an hour from now I think about this right. movie? Uh, but Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. Oh, I've seen it. So how it's did not... he do as a serious? Kind of funny, but well, he's he's been in a couple serious yeah. movies actually. But um... I'm just saying because I haven't seen that this one. <clears throat> so what's good about it for him is his character is kind of uh, like. Uh, how do I describe it? Sort of boisterous, you know, like okay. he's like a shit talker and like hustler and like, you know what I mean? He's not, so he's not like subdued. And right, right, right. Acting like, right. you know, no, it's, he's, go, it's, it's, he's going, it's gotcha. still, okay. you know, uh, uh, an entertaining character, you know? Um, so yeah, he's not funny, but not, it fits him well. The character still fits him well. Wasn't punch drunk love. Wasn't that a, now that's the one where he's more subdued yeah. kind of acting yeah. and that didn't get good reviews. Yeah. I didn't like that movie at all. But of course, Uncut Gems. You know I love that movie because my main man's in it, Kevin Garnett. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Didn't even know that. Yep. The whole uh, premise of the story is him, uh, Adam Sandler's character, finding this uh, like from Africa or some shit like that, this crazy-ass gemstone, mm-hmm. right? And so he owns a jewelry store and he custom makes, um, you know, 
for like rappers and stuff, you know. He's he's the Ben and Ben shit. Baller. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um so Kevin Garnett's in there when he gets this uh gem mm-hmm. when it finally comes in. And when he sees it, he gets like mesmerized by it. Kevin Garnett does. And then he goes out and plays an incredible game. So then he, he tells Adam it. Sandler that he needs it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh Adam Sandler, he had this whole plan cooked up for this thing. It was this amount, and I'm pretty sure if when because it was uncut. Right. So when he starts cutting it up, mm-hmm. he's thinking he's gonna make a fortune off of this. And uh Kevin Garnett wants it so bad, he says, just let me borrow it, you know, all sorts of stuff. And then it's just this whole like well, also Adam Sandler's character is like a terrible was he a gambler or just really bad with money? Must be gambling. Yeah, no, he was gambling on the games, the basketball oh. games. That's why he so he was putting it money on Garnett's favor. game. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That but he's just a degenerate. So yeah. he has guys coming after him and shit like that. And Good. that's a crazy ending that you probably wouldn't um you wouldn't have thought it would actually happen that way. Right. It, it's it's worth watching. Oh, I'm going to. Okay. All right. Number, number one. one. Number one. Number one. Who do you got? My favorite. Mm. Because he was great on Saturday Night Live. He was prolific. He was on oh, it yeah, for yeah. probably longer than anybody else. Mm-hmm. But not only that, he made sketches like a motherfucker. Oh. He was in like everything. And when you when I said, if you have a uh, iconic you, character, yeah, yeah. you get points on my list. Right. He has like... 20 of them, (laughs) you know, endless iconic characters. Number one, Will Ferrell. I think it's fair. Has to be number one. I think it's fair, 100%. Because if you do factor in the success after Saturday Night Live, Jesus Christ. Greatest of all time. He is greatest of all time. He might be the greatest comedic actor of all time. I mean, what... uh... That's tough, but comedic actor, you're right. Comedic actor? Who could possibly... You know, stack up to him all the way. Yeah, there might be a different comedian that's better. Yeah, there may be, yeah. obviously, a different mm-hmm. actor that's better, right? You add them together, that's pretty hard to do. And, like my complaints about John Belushi and Chris Farley, you put him there, and just with his personality of the character he right. is at that time, right? he can crack you up by saying one thing, and he says legitimately funny shit. Oh, it just, or just... The way he walks into a room, mm-hmm. you know, walks in with that American flag thong on. Right, in, in he can do office. Room, he can do all know? types of comedy. You know, uh, he is he is as well rounded as a, a comedic actor you could possibly be. Uh, so easy cow, number. The cowbell guy. Oh my god! You know? Not only an iconic <laughs> sketch, probably the most iconic yeah, sketch. Definitely, wouldn't you say the cowbell's the? Uh, it it's the one everybody talks about, yeah, right? It, it is. It sure is. Need more cowbell. Okay, let's run through these honor through these honorable mentions because I have to mention their names. So, I ha- I had to make an honorable mention list once I started having some of them stack up that weren't going to make the top ten. Right. So, Norm Macdonald, so close to being I in know. that top ten. I know. You know, easily could be. So funny. Turd Ferguson, come Turd on! Ferguson. But hey, even Will Ferrell was in that sketch, <laughs> right? Ske- sketch, 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 sketchy sketch, sketch. <laughs> and 
then the women have to be represented yes. at least a little bit. So we have Molly Shannon and we have Kristen Wiig. Both could be in somebody's top 10. Right. I'm sure you know, they are. They, they could be. You're, You're not just, mine, but they're funny. Yeah. You know, two women that will actually make me laugh. You know, a misogynist. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's me. Yeah. yeah. Big time, <laughs> big time misogynist. You know, huh? what? Is I that like a bad mis- thing? I like massages. <laughs> uh, and then couldn't not mention him since this in- he inspired the whole list. You already making. mentioned him. Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> and then. Yeah. This one. More so for outside of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. But if you watch. He has a number of funny characters in Saturday oh. Night Live, too. And then um, him and Bill Hader have a show on Netflix. Um, they made a show that was like this um, kind of like a mockumentary. Who are you where, talking about? Oh, I'll tell you. Fred Armisen. Okay. Portlandia. Oh, one of the yeah, best yeah, shows yeah. ever. I've, it I've is seen so funny. Yeah. It, it's hilarious. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> If you watch it cold, not yeah, knowing yeah. any of the characters, because through the series, they have a bunch of different characters sure. that they keep weaving in and out of. Like Always Sunny or something like that. They do that with um, Even much more so like that. than yeah. that, though. Okay. You know, because um, it's a sketch show. So they'll do a oh. sketch with. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a sketch comedy show. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that is hilarious. Um, but. The show on Netflix was like a mockumentary where it was like they were supposed to be telling like a PBS documentary of like, you know how they would back in the day, their documentaries would be so boring about like the most obscure shit that nobody cares about. Definitely. Well, that's what they were making. Yeah. But each one. So it's filmed like a documentary in that style, just boring and awful. And you're like, oh, my God. But. The story that the documentary they're making, they're telling, yeah. is hilarious. It's so funny, <laughs> and they're try- and they're being serious, and but it's so funny. I mean, it, it's uh, totally, totally under the radar. Very funny show. So under the radar, I don't even know the name of it. <laughs> well, that's good. That's yeah. Come here <coughs> for the best information. Yeah. On on. I'm glad we could help you out. With the best Saturday Night Live cast members and movies we don't know names of. <laughs> oh, good God. Glad we could be here for you. Uh, okay, so let's see. Should we talk about some sports, Rick? Well, what do we got? Super Bowl picks. We could do our updated Super Bowl picks. Oh. I could do mine real fast. You do yours. Kansas City and Tampa Bay. That's what... I said from the beginning, so <laughs> that's Don't what I'm going with you. <laughs> that was my pick at the yeah. beginning of the damn year. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we said. Like, well, I know. The obvious yeah. choice is to go yeah. with. <laughs> but it still holds up because who's going to beat, who's gonna beat um, uh, Kansas City? You know, who's actually going to beat them? Well, any of the AFC team could beat them. They for sure could get beat. But are they really gonna? Nah, nah probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, what the fuck? Brady threw for five thousand three hundred <laughs> something, or what was it? Five thousand, uh, whatever, one hundred. Yeah. I think the five thousand three hundred. I did end up look. 
Oh, yeah, there it is. Um, 5,477 was the all-time mark. That was the all-time mark set by Peyton Manning. Wow. In 2013. But Tom Brady wasn't far off. I mean, what the hell? I mean, he... Well, he became the oldest player in NFL history to pass for more than 5,000 yards in a season. That's of insane. course he oh did. At this point, they could say that about everything he does. Because he's the oldest player to ever do anything. <laughs> well, that's what there's. He's going to set so many records. Yeah. Because he's, he's not stopping anytime soon. No, and he's going to be, yeah. Good luck beating him, beating these records. They're going be, to be in there for a long time. At this point, it doesn't make any sense how he's doing this. Like I'm now to the point of I don't I don't understand. It's a TB12, man. Clearly, he see he could so easily transit transition into a cult leader. Oh yeah. If he wanted to, hundred percent. I mean, there has been cult leaders that are far <laughs> far less convincing great. and yeah great. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they still got a shit ton of members. Yeah, they still got people to people drink follow cyanide Kool Aid. Yeah. Uh, that's a my frigid take. Tom Brady's future cult leader, David Koresh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Okay. So there's our Super Bowl picks. We both say Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Uh, I, How exciting are we? I know. I hate to. Uh... <laughs> hate to burst your bubble, but how could I say anything? No, that's than that? it, it's really what I think. So sorry, but whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. So this was interesting to me that Jackson State, you know, we've talked about it before. Dion. Uh, Dion's team, Primetime's team. Primetime. Coach. He's, he's just, yes, coach. coach. Dion. That's coach to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's been just continuing to get these four and five star recruits that he's now getting coming, That's stealing away saying. from other. Yeah. Big they want to come play for Primetime. Well, the thing though is. I don't think it's really that much to do with Deion Sanders. I also don't think it's that much to do with Jackson State being a historically black <clears throat> black school. Sure. I think it's that there is this unexpected um, group of companies that are willing to make endorsement deals for players to go to these kind of schools for some reason. Hmm. Because... Their company's target audience would be that community, yeah, yeah. you know. And so, if we can get these kids to go to this school, mm-hmm. it could be a great marketing opportunity. And so, I think it's the money. Well, that's that what is I was going to say. Getting them to go there. Like, how much are we talking here? Like, I'll, I'll go to Jackson uh, hun- State. Hundreds of thousands of dollars, <laughs> probably, because they're four and five star recruits. You know, yeah. Minnesota ain't getting them. You got to give these guys some money. Yeah. We don't have the opportunities for those endorsement deals. That's what we, that's what we need to start thinking about. That's what our, Oh yeah. Our, our school needs to start thinking about not only, um, recruiting in the traditional way, but to start opening up some damn opportunities for people. Cause if you can open up the money, which look at how many Fortune 500 companies are in this. Yes, in this area, it's yeah. ridiculous. We Minnesota is well known for having a shit ton mm-hmm. of great companies headquartered here. We got to get them, you know. No, it makes capitalizing sense. on 
the athletics that's already here mm-hmm. because we have it. I mean, we right. have the making in we every have the sport. Base. We yeah. have the base to yep. make very good. We have the culture. We have the history. Yep. We have, yeah. We are just missing the money to compete with some of these 100%. schools. 100%. So my thought was Deion Sanders at Jackson State. He's already made such a splash, right? He would leave in a second if he got an opportunity from a bigger school, wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Would he? He didn't get into coaching to stay at Jackson State, yeah, I don't think. To, yeah. That right. was just his starting point, right? Somebody, didn't, somebody like, took me, you know. They they have to know that, too. Like that ha- Nobody thought that Deion Sanders, <laughs> Deion Sanders of all people, yeah. is going to stay at a small school like that right. when he could go to a – his name is Primetime, for God's sake. You know, and, and then when you start landing the four- and five-star recruits like that, the big schools yeah, will come in and try and, and take him away. for sale. You know. Oh, it's Deion Sanders is definitely for sale. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's got a couple of gold chains. He's got to replace those chains that he lost. You know? <laughs> Go back to the pawn shop so you can buy him back. Yeah, buy him back. But so I, I think that's going to happen. And... Everybody is talking about Jim Harbaugh, right? right? Again, every year I feel like I, I hear Jim Harbaugh this, Jim Harbaugh going to the is Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL, and I can't help but think, why, why are people so obsessed with Jim Harbaugh and what his job is? Because they wanna they wanna see if, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, what is it with the Harbaugh? Why them? You know? Yeah, <laughs> like they're not. Uh, any like, sort of interesting to me. It's like the Grudens you know? and shit. It's yeah. like I think I don't get I it. Don't know. Well, at least it, did you say the Grudens? Yeah, yeah. But at least they have. But they do have a funny personality, sort of <laughs> well. that you can. Uh, yeah, questionable personality. We'll say <laughs> they're interesting. Yeah, they're interesting, interesting is as far as we'll go <laughs> on that. Um, but yeah, the Harbaughs are not right. They are not at all. No, kind of looks like a little. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say talking to a wall type deal, but I don't think you're going to get much out of Jim, you know, no. unless you're talking football. Well, right. That is, you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, if we're going that route and saying, if it's outside of football, yeah. oh, <laughs> wow. No. Cause yeah. he just has that look on his face that all he is doing, he's watching film in his head. <laughs> he's, he's a, he's, not, he's a PJ Fleck. If he's not in his office, yeah, he's standing there like this with his, you know, scowl on his face. Yeah. Pissed off. That's because he's watching film up here in his head. Looks like somebody <laughs> pissed in his Cheerios. He did. Because he, he was too busy watching the dance. He's got the Pete Carroll look. <laughs> but Pete Carroll used to strike me yeah, as like a... Hard ass. He could be kind... Well, he when he was at USC... But he's not. When he was at yeah. USC, yeah. He, he struck me as a little Hollywood out of oh, nowhere. Really? Well, out of nowhere... He kind of fit that like Hollywood USC head yeah. coach yeah. mold a little bit. Chewing you know? gum like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You know? He had yeah. the look a little bit. Then when he went back to the pros, he, yeah. you know. Uh, speaking of going back to the pros, I have a frigid take. Ooh. You know who should go back to the, to the pros? I see that. What? Who? It'll fix a number of things. What were we just talking about? College football. College football's boring as hell. And it's because it's always Alabama playing for the title. 
and Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> Alabama is not the most exciting team to watch. Right. Okay. You know who is their most exciting person? Who? Their coach. Right. You take away Nick Saban from Alabama. Hmm. And you put him on Do you think the Minnesota would? Vikings. And then you oh. fix the Vikings problem because we need a coach. <laughs> okay. You and fix the college football problem because Alabama won't be in every single championship game anymore. Right. And I think it's just a win-win for everyone. Because Nick Saban, he doesn't have anything else to prove in college. Nick Saban goes to the pros. Harbaugh <laughs> goes roll tide. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you he think, did. Do you think Harbaugh would make it at Alabama? It's an interesting he, question. He definitely because every works year at, at Michigan. Michigan like, ev- yeah. Because they are on his fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anyone. Like... If Jim, I'm you're not him. leaving, right? You're not leaving, right? Yeah, Jim, <laughs> Jim, get it out of. Hey, um, yeah. The other day, I was in your office, uh, twelve fifteen. Um, shouldn't you have been back from lunch by then? <laughs> like he takes uh, a little longer lunch break, yeah. and they on him about yeah. it. Every uh, little Jim, thing. Uh, I noticed you didn't respond to my email in thirty seconds. <laughs> And also, can you please use the recycling bathroom <laughs> every last thing possible? I know we gave you a bathroom in your office, but uh, since you lock it, we don't have a yeah. janitor to clean yeah. it. So Oof. it's getting a little stanky out here in the hallway, Jim. <laughs> I just looking at him, Jim Harbaugh, I couldn't imagine how he would react to micromanagement like that. Oh. He does not look like the type that would take micromanagement no. well. But somehow at Michigan, he's put up with all his bullshit. Because, I mean, I seriously feel like I hear about him being, his job being questioned more than anybody. Which I, I don't get. I don't get it either. Whatever. Yep. They can have him. Frigid take. Nick Saban to the Vikings. I love it. I think it's perfect. Because he did flop in the NFL when he first came to the NFL. But that's what with makes me think it's not going to happen again. But see, that's why I said he has nothing else to accomplish in college. No, the but he has everything he has. Everything he has to lose again. Unless he wins. But if he won, oh legend. We sure. would build statues for him. I'd build the statue of my house for him. Well, what happens you when know? the college game doesn't work up in the pros, you know? Yeah. No. I no, I mean, yeah, you're definitely I'm right just about that. Saying. Um, because that also doesn't make me too confident. When the last example of the college level not working in the pros was Urban Meyer. Right. The last thing I want to do is see Nick Saban come up here and all of a sudden he's in the bar. Go to some, a titty bar or yeah. something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Saban's at him, the booth. Him and <laughs> Urban Meyer's with him because, of course, Urban Meyer said, uh, Can I be the offensive coordinator? I really need a job, Nick. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but they fired me. At the bar, too, man. My own bar. Yeah. Called me up. Said, you'll need to come into the bar today. Yeah, I got a sexual harassment case and everything. (laughs) He got fired from his bar. That's what I was... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. I do want to say this last thing. Okay, I got to say this here. All right. So, hear this. Mm -hmm. The coach of the Dolphins, Brian Flores. Yep. Okay? They started this year so bad. I know. Remember, we joked about him a few times. 
They went one and seven. But if you do start one and seven and you pull that shit out and end up nine and eight at the end of the year. That's a win to me. That is a win. We didn't even finish nine and eight. Okay. Also last year, they had a winning record. Okay. Okay. They swept the Patriots this year for the Dolphins. Wow. They have hated the last 20 years of their existence because the Patriots have dominated them. Sure. You beat the Patriots twice. You're supposed to be like royalty for the mm-hmm. Dolphins. Okay. Um, they haven't had any offensive players to speak of for. Yeah. Oh, my Since God. Dan Marino. Name, <laughs> name an offensive player on their team this year. Oh, yeah. Besides no. Waddle. Cause we yeah, exactly. Him. That would have been my only one. Yeah. Honestly. His defense is that good. And well, he's a defensive coach. Yeah. He built up a defense that gave him a winning team two years in a row with no offensive players at all. Okay. And he gets fired. Brian Flores. Yep. Yeah. He gets fired. Yeah. I, like you said, you go from one and seven to you finish yeah. out. With, you give that's, that's two insane. years in a row, the Dolphins have a winning <clears throat> record and you fire that guy. Right. You've gone since Dan Marino. With nothing but losing records. So who's the owner of the Dolphins? Can I guess it's an old, white, rich, conservative? You know, uh, I got to say, you're probably pretty <laughs> accurate on that one. Because I'd be, yeah. And that's exactly where my mind went to, because it just, when you have a guy, my best example, in my opinion, was a guy like Sean Payton, okay? He got a Super Bowl. Great. He should have never been in that Super Bowl. Sure. Because they, I mean, they yeah. cheated. Cheated their way there. Cheated their way there. Yep. He has skated by for the last, what, it was 2009 or something when they won that Super Bowl? Yeah. Skated by for many, many years off that Super Bowl win. This year, the Saints missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not that great. He made his whole career on having Drew Brees. Okay. Pretty easy to see. I don't know how you still look at him and say that he's the future of your team. Right. 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 But they will never no. fire Sean Payton. I know. Never. What are they going to do? N- yeah. <laughs> but so you got a guy who looks the part. Sure. Right. Sean Payton. You got a guy, Brian Flores, who's built a, a real culture, has his team going in the right direction. And he gets fired. Mm-hmm. It just has a bad look to it, in my opinion. Something smells fishy. Yep. Smells fishy to me. Smells like a dolphin. And it's them damn dolphins again. <laughs> damn dolphin boys again. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You're friends with the Mooney boys. Yeah. Damn Mooney boys. But. So the Rooney rule is a real thing. The it's, Rooney rule is a real thing, yeah. And it's, it's getting a little bit pathetic here. Because they. <laughs> I just, all right, here we go. Football and all sports, really, are supposed to be a place where we don't need to have that shit. Exactly. Anybody who is dedicated to the game and knows the game really well, it shouldn't matter what color you are. God damn it. They're more than anything. (laughs) Sorry. You know? I was yelling at my dog. (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought you were yelling at me for a second. Shut up. Again, I was yelling at my dog. <laughs> he's not. He's actually yelling at me. Um, I just feel like sports should be a place that we can look to and see at least some progress in those areas. We shouldn't even have to have a rule right. that says you That's, need to yeah. interview a minority candidate because why did you have to tell them that? You know, you had enough teams that without being told would never have even interviewed them. Mm-hmm. That's that's bad. It's just bad. And, you know, uh, I don't know what, what sucks is like, look at the history of great black quarterback or er, uh, coaches. Yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I, I think the only reason why Tony Dungy is it's, it's awesome to, to, to listen to him talk still. I love that mm-hmm. he's still around and still in the game. I, Respect him a hundred thousand percent, you know. Um, it sucks that he still has to fight. Yeah. For this. Yeah. Yep. It does. The re- the only reason why there's not more um, Super Bowl winning African American coaches mm-hmm. is just because they don't have the opportunity. You know. Right. They'll give that 100%. opportunity and that money That's... to somebody like John Gruden. Yeah. Look how well that worked out for you. Yeah. How well did that work out, Las Vegas, if that is your real city? <laughs> For rigid